This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. morning this is Rita Liu you're listening to Open for Business uh, established in 1974 firefighter industry is a manufacturer of fire extinguishers and also one stop fire safety service provider uh, they're also the only Malaysian fire extinguisher manufacturer with both ISO 9001 and ISO 14001 certifications and they've recently been the only non-startup among Endeavor Malaysia's scale up program uh, under cohort 3 we're here with Brian Su Chief Innovation Officer at Firefighter Industry to hear about the business and their fresh approach to marketing in a serious industry. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Frida. Second generation coming on. I spoke to your mother, uh, sure. I think it would be a good 10 years ago. And so uh, what's really interesting is because it's innovative, right? And it's innovated. Yep. But we want to talk a little bit about Brian. Brian, what? where did Brian come from? And when did Brian <laughs> decide to, you know, join the family business? Thank you. Yeah, I think I have to give a little bit of background because since we're talking about Endeavor, which is very much more of a startup-focused um, community, and, mm. and the cohort is basically all startups, right? Um, so I am 28 years old this year, and I graduated from the University of California, San Diego, mm-hmm. um, with an international business degree in 2017. Um, while I was in San Diego, I always wanted to learn more about the uh, startup community and, and culture, and I guess the world capital of startup is in Silicon Valley, which right. is just a seven-hour drive up. Um, which of which Just? I did. <laughs> um, in the grand scheme of things, in the US, seven hours is not too long. <laughs> but yeah, I moved up um, and I was there for about two years. Um, and really just to, to immense myself in right. how startups actually work. And the, the culture over there is very different, very open. And I really see that coming to Malaysia as well, mm. where we are more open about things. I mean, we have a, a unicorn finally in Malaysia. Right. Um, and the end of 2019, I decided to come back to Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Um, great move because a few <laughs> months later, uh, the pandemic hit the whole world, basically. Mm. And that's when I started the innovations team in a 45-year-old company back then, right. where our focus is more on growth, right? Mm. So what revenue drivers can grow? And we also work on the things that are digital internally mm-hmm. as well as externally as well. Okay, there's so much to unpack, but I want to know, like, during that period in California, you experimented with your own startup as well, yep. Yep. right? What did you get up to? Yeah, so even in school, I, I experimented and I got into the incubator program mm-hmm. um, in my school, uh, in the School of Business in UCST. And when I was in Silicon Valley, I was looking at, because I met a few uh, Kickstarter entrepreneurs mm-hmm. that made millions. Mm. Uh, That's not the main reason I wanted to go into, (laughs) but their lives are amazing. So Kickstarter is more on the product-based rather than service-based. So at that point, the camera on our phones were only one camera at that time. So the idea was to have uh, more camera options, so wide-angle zoom lenses. And we had attachment um, lenses for that. Um, Unfortunately, it never took off uh, because iPhone just decided to slap on two extra cameras (laughs) with three cameras and uh, basically the whole business idea was gone. Right. I mean, and that's the thing with business, right? You can just come on and then something else would just, if that was your only business model, if that was your only offering, that's it, right? And then so, okay, coming back into the firefighter uh, space, right? And, And it's about largely a B2B business and something that's not innovated, right? Exactly. Right? When you came in, what were you looking for? What were the pain points then? 
Yeah, so maybe going dialing back a bit, mm. um, the main reason why I really joined the business uh, is more personal. Okay. Um, when I was back during my time in Malaysia, my dad actually suffered a stroke. Um, fortunately, he's fine now. He mm. really pushed through and he looks like a normal person. He still jogs every day and mm. still can scold people in the office. Mm. All good. <laughs> um, but that really struck me, right? That made me realize that um, my parents are not young anymore mm. and there's no clear succession plan in the business. And my parents have built it for 45 years at that point. And it was the, my dad's first business at 22 years old, coming wow. back um, from overseas, working, right? So... Actually, the first change I did was when I was my first year back from university, I listed the business on Lazada. Mm. That was back in 2013, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. That was when Lazada was still very new. They could still afford people to come to the office and onboard you with a hand with a written uh, piece of document. Okay. But we willingly went into that, or I willingly went into that because I saw how Amazon grew. Mm. And back in 2013, e-commerce was not a thing in Asia yet. And basically, when I came back in 2019, that was the continuation, right? right. We realized that, well, we have one HQ along mm. the Federal Highway in PJ, mm-hmm. um, but that's the only acquisition point of our products and services. With the growth of technology and also, I guess, the internet back then, well, we can just be online. So the first problem we, we did or the first problem we solved was acquisitions. Right. So we went on e-commerce. We mm. were the first to be on Lazada, mm. first to be on Shopping Mall, and first to even put a price to fire extinguishers online. Mm. Because this industry was very opaque. Okay. Right, in pricing. It was, the industry is a very hardware stores kind of feel, right? Where mm. you ask for a quotation and then you wait maybe a couple of minutes or maybe an hours to get back the quotation to sort of know the pricing. And when that happens, there's no price transparency. Okay. We don't know what the base price is. Everyone's mm. just like, oh, okay, this price looks fine. I'll just pay for it. Okay. So what happened, I guess you were approaching the, the B to C space, right? Yep. Was that a lot of people were at home. And yes. a lot of fires started at home because they all tried to be cooks. Yep, yep, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So the pandemic actually helped us um, really push for our digitalization mm-hmm. um, because I still remember on March 18th, if I'm not mistaken, that's when the lockdown happened. Yeah. And after two weeks of staying at home, I just got really bored. So, um, and I have a background in uh, shooting videos and also recording as well. Mm. So I'm like, okay, why not I just edit a video, mm. uh, make shoot a video and edit a video mm. and post it as a Facebook ad. Okay. A week later, we got banned on Facebook. Okay. And the reason for ban is because we had a too sensational uh, video. How was it sensational, pray tell? <laughs> so it looked like an explosion because it is an explosion. So mm. a lot of people don't know. So in the video, right. um, it's basically a guy pouring water into an oil fire. Mm. For those who don't know, if you do that, because um, oil is hydrophobic, and once you pour water into oil fire... It- Enlarges it Exactly It becomes a fireball okay. so, so Facebook flagged it I guess people Did flag the video as well And we were basically Banned Luckily for only Three days mm. But we were banned To the point That even in Personal messages On Facebook mm. We were not able To send our website Link okay. which is www.firefighter.com.my Right but uh, after much appeal, we got it back. And good thing about that is they gave us a basically a consultant to consult us because right. they saw our numbers. It's like, this is not common in this industry. And the thing is, the problem is very real, right? People do throw water over oil. Exactly, exactly. So that's what really boosted our sales during the pandemic as well. Mm. So we were selling the uh, B2C side, right? The smaller one kilogram fire extinguishers. And 
the marketing style was different. Mm. We because this this was um, told to me by the GoPro CEO uh, right. Nick Woodman. Mm-hmm. I, I went up to him and I was young and I was like, "Hey, uh, I want a GoPro from him from a competition." Mm. I asked him to give me one advice. So his advice was, "Don't tell people about the product. Show what the product can do." So that the whole GoPro marketing spiel, right? Right. You show people what people can do with the product or right. do when you have the product to mm. empower people. Mm. So that's what we did. We didn't tell people the specs. Like it's one kilogram ABC dry powder with uh, the Who contents. Who cares, right? Nobody cares. So we showed how to use it exactly and when to use it and how's the situation? What is it actually like? Okay. And you know what's happened in the last couple of years? You were saying that from the e-commerce side, it was a base of zero to? Yeah, to 10% of our total revenue now. So a lot of people are buying things online now okay. on, on our website. And these very much the B2C space. Yes, a majority of the 10% is B2C space um, where people buy online. Okay, is there, is there a vision like at least one in every home? That's definitely the vision. Okay. One in every home and car. Because ah. there are 4,000 car fires every year, as reported by the Bomba. Okay. And the thing about having a fire station in every car is that you don't just protect yourself. Mm. So if you do see a fire on the highway or the road, you can help out as well with okay. the fire extinguisher. Actually, you want two, right? If you live in the house, you want one on top and one below. And then maybe probably one in every bedroom. <laughs> that's, the, that's the hope. Uh, that's the hope. Um, I've also heard of stories where fire extinguishers are not just used on fire, mm. but also as a deterrent for robbers. Oh yes. <laughs> so that's usable too, but we don't market it that way. But okay. Well, it's it's a good way to protect yourself. Okay, and in taking part, uh, actually, I want to talk about you know your experience uh, taking part in the scale up program at yep. Endeavor. We'll discuss that in just a moment. I'm here with Brian Su, Chief Innovation Officer uh, from Firefighter Industry. Sundar Baha, stay tuned to Open for Business BFM eighty nine point nine. Busy Finding Money, BFM 89.9. Good morning, this is Fria Liu. If you've just joined us, speaking to Brian Su, Chief Innovation Officer at Firefighter Industry, a company that's been around for 48 years, starting in 1974, uh, started by dad, 22 years old. I spoke to mom about 10 years ago. And, you know, now you've come into this business, uh, you know, as the chief innovation officer. And, of course, you guys uh, were accepted into Endeavor Malaysia's scale-up program and cohort, the third cohort. What did you learn from it? Why did you participate in this? Yeah, so... I was very, I still am very intrigued in the startup world, right? How can someone make something as boring as selling secondhand cars to Mm. be exciting? Mm. Or even traveling, right? How did someone make taxis so exciting? All right. And I guess that's why um, I was very much interested in the startup world. Mm. So um, I actually got to know of Endeavor through one of their Thought Inspire series, Mm -hmm. where they basically have entrepreneurs to speak about uh, successful entrepreneurs who speak mm. about their journey and that's why I, I saw like huh this there is a nice entrepreneur community in Malaysia right. and then I applied for a scale up um, cohort three basically okay so and then coming into the business as well was it the, the plan uh, to go online or was it just you pushing it was there any you know resistance you know from the founders <laughs> <laughs> so I think traditionally second generation businesses what usually happens 
is that the second generation would just shadow the first generation. Okay. And f- maybe after five to 10 years, when the, the founders, the first generation think they're ready, that's when they take on the shoes of mm. the first generation. However, very early on, um, we both realized, my parents and I realized that that's just not my style and okay. that's just not our style. So that's why we decided to start a different team, okay. uh, an innovations team on right. a separate floor in our, in our company as well. And you were saying that you have a digital team, right? And yes. digi- digitalizing the company internally and externally. Yes. What do you mean by internally? Yeah, so the processes in most businesses, especially SMEs, are still very manual, still mm. a lot of handwritten things, a lot, okay. of, yeah, a lot of data that's just lost on a piece of paper that may be thrown away. Okay, you apply a, a leaf on a piece of paper. Yes, exactly. Okay. So my team, we do it digitally, um, which is a lot easier and you save a lot of paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so digital journey. So we implemented the ERP system in the company um, and we basically become the test bed, right? Mm. To see if this works or not for the company. And then once we think it's okay, we roll out to the rest of the 140 employees in the company. Mm. Right now, we're implementing a CRM as well because we have over 50,000 customers which we collected over the years, of course. Right. Um, and the value of each each customer can range from 50 ringgit to a few million. Right. But we serve everyone, basically. Okay. So we do need a CRM. When you look at the industry uh, just as a whole, right? I mean, I'm sure there's a value to it. Uh, what What is the industry as a whole in mm-hmm. the, I guess, extinguisher space or whatever you call the space, right? Yep. And of course, I'm sure that's also streamlined into B2B and B2C. But what is the value of this industry? Yeah. So when we talk about fire industry, it's quite small, I would say, mm. in the grand scheme of things. That's why we are looking at much broader perspective. Mm. So be, thanks to Endeavor and of course the, the insights from other entrepreneurs and mentors of course in Endeavor, we looked at different revenues as well. We're looking at different revenues. Mm. So now Firefighter actually has partnered up with AXA Insurance mm. to be their first corporate uh, partner to launch a home insurance program. Ha. Yeah, so this is new. Okay. Um, this was again um, based off inspiration um, from, from, of course, Endeavor as well as inspiration from Silicon Valley. Because mm. in Silicon Valley, there's this company called Lemonade mm-hmm. where they basically do all, t- all types of uh, digital insurance right. um, using AI. So the biggest problem with insurance I see in the market today is how customers are being acquired. Mm. Right. The style is very, how do you say it? You just push out salespeople, right? right. Basically, right? But we want to show the value okay. of insurance. So a lot of people don't know about home insurance because it's not the highest value um, product out there. It's not the most expensive as well. Right. But you can start from 50 cents a day mm. and you actually protect things in the house. So if you break your phone in the house, you can claim. Most people don't know if your food goes, food goes bad in the fridge because uh, of electricity shortage. You can claim. Okay, so this goes beyond just the having an extinguisher in the house. Yes, yeah. So that's the purpose of our team, right? Our okay. team is looking forward. What what else when as Malaysia progresses, what else can we do? Right. So we're also in the ESG space. Huh. Yeah. How so, so we are looking to expand into it where we are, will be launching a recycling program. Hmm. So with the estimate number of nine million fire extinguishers in Malaysia, hmm. that's so because of uh, B2B businesses, the fire extinguishers need to be replaced every 10 years. Right. And this is by, in commercial buildings, this is by law. It's by law. That's okay. correct. So um, just simple math of yeah. 9 million and every 10 years has to replace. Right. So that means every year we have about 900,000 fire extinguishers are being disposed. Right. That's 9 million times about 9 kilograms of powder. So mm. that's what? 1.8 million, mm. if my math is correct. Okay. 1.8 million um, kg of powder okay. out there that we don't know what's happening to them. 
and the metal as well. Yeah, think of think of the metal right. canister as well. What can you do with it? Exactly. So we're still in R and D space. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're looking to launch in Q two next year right. for this program, but we will have um, our first phases and and uh, of this program soon. As right. Well. I, I, you never think about it. Well, I didn't think about it. Yeah. Right. Okay. So this is taking the in, uh, industry forward. Uh, what the nation needs, because exactly, that's yeah. what's expected. You no. Know, do we do? I, I guess you're doing a research with more developed nations. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So we're looking into the patents and and things. Patents are open, right? Mm. You can just Google and Google patents. Um, but this was also pushed um, because of my role mm. as the Federation of Malaysian Manufacturer. Um, I'm the current youth chairman okay. in FMM. Mm. So in this space, we, we've we been talking about ESG for a couple of years now. Right. And the, the industry is being pushed, right? So a lot of companies in Malaysia are going to ESG because uh, it's a requirement. Right. So if you're on the Bursa board... Required. But it shouldn't be. Yes, exactly. It should be from inside, right? So, and it's a, it's going to be a, a global requirement. If you think of doing business all over the world, exactly, these are going to be the standards moving forward. Um, okay, so what's the fun part? You, you you like doing the marketing, and you guys on TikTok and all that, right? So, what, what are you doing there? Yeah. So the biggest issue that we have in fire safety, at least, is not knowing what to do when it's a fire. Okay. And well, well, we do want to sell our products, right? But you can actually put out a fire. Mm-hmm. So basically, to put out a fire, you need two things: okay. knowledge and an extinguisher <laughs> and equipment, <laughs> equipment right? Yeah. Equipment. The equipment can be something else as well. Okay. But uh, a lot of times, it's like jerry rigging something, right? Hmm. So to create a fire blanket, you can technically use a wet towel. Okay. But to make a wet towel, you have to find a towel, make it wet, and then you use it. But when there is an emergency for fire, you just don't have the time. Yeah. Right. Well, you um, scream first. Yes. So yes. the first thing is to alert others. <laughs> okay. And it's either you scream or you go to that little rectangular red box in offices that you're not supposed to press huh. and you press that button to alert the others in the building to have to, to, ring, to ring the alarm, basically. Okay. And you know, like I'm sure when the stories you've heard, right, uh, of people just misusing, mismanaging, like what are some of the common things that happen um, you know, pe- people not replacing fire extinguishers. Exactly, exactly. So fire doesn't happen often, mm. right? At least we don't see it happening. We don't want to, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but based on data, mm. um, this was da- the latest data that you can find on uh, the, the Department of Data from Malaysia, mm. is that every 24 minutes, a fire breaks out. Oh. Yeah, this is for the, the whole of Malaysia. Right. Every yeah. 24 minutes is quite scary. It is quite scary. But a lot of times, um, it can be put out. Yeah. But sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it, it ends up to fatalities, right? Right. So um, the thing right now is that most people just don't know how to what to do and what to react when there's a fire. Mm. And that's where we come in, right? Of course, mm. the Bomba played a part as well. The Bomba yeah. has great marketing in Malaysia. Right. Um, with their bodybuilder, <laughs> <laughs> Bomba being the star of the show for many years now, right? Yeah. Um, but we come in to, to educate as well. And that's where TikTok became the platform. Right. So I we actually got a TikToker pretty early on, mm. um, a year a year plus ago. Mm. Again, the the <laughs> sense of time has shifted during the pandemic. Right. But TikTok was only popular about a year year or two at max mm. ago, mm. and now you see a lot of businesses having TikTok accounts. But a year ago, that was not the case. Mm. So when we were out looking for a TikToker, that was very, very revolutionary, I guess. Mm. We wrote about it on LinkedIn and that got, got about 50,000 views. And um, yeah, at th- that's when we realized, right, um, our business needs TikTok to educate people. 
it needs a, a refresher it needs you know I guess a new way of communicating with people yes uh, so okay 2023 you brought a couple of things anything else you want to highlight your plans that I haven't uh, managed to ask you yet yeah so basically we are looking to get on the ground more as well mm. so during the pandemic uh, it's all digital mm. so we can work anywhere basically anytime uh, but when things are opening up Businesses are having more on-the-ground stuff, right? More exhibitions, more conferences as well. Mm. So we are building a team to cater to that. Mm. So businesses have fire safety weeks or or safety weeks in general. Mm. And we are looking, we are reaching out to businesses to ensure that, hey, we can be the one educating you as well. So just think of the the Red Bull Wings team back then, right? Mm -hmm. But it replaced the Red Bull (laughs) with our fire extinguishers. All right. Very interesting, you know, how you've you've taken the business to the next level. You know, I look forward to speaking to your children in the future. <laughs> that will take a while. <laughs> uh, Brian Su uh, from Firefighter Industry. You've been listening to Open for Business. I'm Frida Liu, BFM 89.9. been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.